Why do people give to charities? I don't care because it doesn't matter. Giving them every opportunity to give, that's the job, pure and simple, if you're in fundraising, development, advancement. I do a lot of work with nonprofits, providing messaging to connect their mission with new and better donors. And this question of why their donors give is a common stumbling block for those who want to serve with pure motives. They go away on a retreat, they come back with a mission and vision statement, and sometimes they even express values, and they want their values to be obvious even in the way they do their fundraising. They dislike anything that sounds too much like sales, and they're often embarrassed by outright marketing, and they listen to one vocal donor and change how they talk with every donor based on that one vocal donor. The squeaky wheel gets the grease. You're listening to School of Stories, where stories change our lives. Here's your squeaky wheel story. A fantastic, small, and historic nonprofit in the Chicago area recently changed the number of mailings they were sending to their 10,000 active donor file because one single modest donor complained about receiving too many letters from them. While everyone else in our world is increasing their mailings to 8, 10, even 14 appeals each year, this nonprofit cut back from its six to just four appeals annually. Want to guess what happened to their revenue? It dropped just over 20%, and they wanted to know why. After studying it, performing their own audit, re-examining their mission and values, they came up with this conclusion. They had actually retained just the true committed donors and lost those who didn't share a commitment to the nonprofit's mission. It's common, too common, to play the altruism game and insist that we just want those good, virtuous donors. Organic growth is pure, it's altruistic, it's holier than thou, and it's killing your business and nonprofit. The biggest lie is that organic growth is more virtuous and better for you. But a lie seems too strong a word, right? Well, here's a nonprofit that prizes organic growth in its social media channels, bragging, quote, we will never pay for followers. But they hired a consultant to help them craft this strategy. Then they added a social media specialist at $50,000 a year, and they keep a photographer on payroll to supply images, and a writer's work product is dedicated to their social media. There's a monthly fee for a scheduler, and don't forget the half dozen specialists throughout the world to feed social media channels. That's $200,000 plus, and for that, they get a couple thousand followers. But Heaven forbid they think of themselves as buying followers, that would be beneath them. 
and all the while they're overpaying, while other nonprofits are economically buying followers for pennies on the dollar, and then working hard to convert new followers into active donors. And it works. The same scenario plays out every single day for businesses too virtuous to buy followers. That's the cost of a clear conscience, I guess. Thank you for listening to School of Stories with James Callahan. To learn more, contact me at callahansocialmedia at gmail.com. Thank you.